Hello everyone, we are here again for another fight week and we are excited for this one beyond belief. It is just one of those fight talks, one of those fight weeks that we just, we just have to discuss and get into. This past weekend, we saw the legend and Jose Aldo, the king of Rio, fight up-and-coming up contender Rob Font. If anything shows, if you watch this fight, it shows why Jose Aldo is the GOAT, one of the greatest that has ever done it, because he just continues to impress like none other. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you felt about that fight, but uh, it was uh, it was so-so at best. It, it wasn't the, the best knockout fight that you wanted to see. We saw Jose Aldo, what he does best. This was, this, it went to decision, but there's more than just, than just that that just happened. We saw Jose Aldo grit through it and show why he is not only a contender at the 145 featherweight division, but he put everyone on notice at 135. Let me ask you this, though. I mean, being a true diehard UFC fan, did you want Jose to win? Or did you want something fresh? You know, an up-and-comer, you know, ranked, what, four or five you know, ring in his division? Four. Did you want something? Personally, I wanted something different. Because we've seen, jo no disrespect to Jose, Jose's the GOAT. We've seen this song and dance before. He's on his last leg, <laughs> is what I'm getting at. He's on his last leg, but you got to put the man down. R Rob Fine, he had all the hunger in this fight. This man came from ordering pizzas on his bike, going into one of his deliveries, didn't know what UFC was, saw it on TV, and put all of his faith, his money, his time into becoming a UFC fighter. And after this fight, Rockmont should not hold his head down. He's not, he's not done, by, by all means. He's not done. I think he'll be back. Um, you definitely seen it in the fifth round where he brought that... He... he he brought that sense of urgency to the fifth round. But it was too late. It was too late. It was too late. Yes. It was all but too late. His coach, his coaches, his corner were giving him all of the advice. They 100% needed a knockout. He didn't get it done, but he did not quit in that fight. And he's young. You got to respect that. You, you do. You got to respect he, that. He, he, he's not done by any margin of the error. The thing that lost him this fight was the experience of Jose Aldo. He's been doing it for 20 years. I agree. He's been, no, for, he's been fighting for 15 years. He had his first fight at 20. He's 35, 36 now, and he is still doing the damn thing. There's some, there some positives to this fight, for Font, that is. And that's, this, is his hardest, this is his hardest fight to date no in doubt. the UFC. And for him... To go five rounds against one of the goats in this division, I mean that's that's pretty good, right? So it's damn good. He should not hold his head low at all. He's still young in the game. He doesn't have too much experience on him. He gave it. He swelled up Josie Aldo's right eye really, really bad. He hit him with some good shots. It's just experience took over. He the takedowns uh, took over when Josie Aldo got him down. He was trying too much to play the ground game where Josie Aldo, being an expert in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, 
the experience took over. So it's just one of those things where no matter how much um, practice and hard work and grit that you have, years upon of years on top of years just takes over, and that's exactly what we saw. He needs he needs to keep his chin high, and he needs to learn. He needs to he needs to dissect this fight. He's gonna watch the fight over again. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. He's gonna watch it. He's gonna dissect it. He's gonna get better the next fight. That's what's gonna happen. Exactly. He's gonna he's gonna grow from this. And we always see the best champions rise from the darkness when they lose like this. And he's in one of the. A lot of people say the one fifty five is the most stacked division. Me personally, I do believe it is the one thirty five. You got Peter Yan, who is the champion. Let us come on now. He is the champion. You got Aljamain Sterling. Where you at, Where you at Aljo? <laughs> you got the snake in the grass, TJ Dillashaw, who's licking his chops in the background like the Dark Knight. And now you got Josie Aldo. Do I believe Josie Aldo is going to get past Peter Yan on his second attempt because he lost already? No. But it, it does kind of suck because now he has become an official gatekeeper in this weight division. I agree. Official gatekeeper. So, and we have to remember, Josie Aldo has only lost to the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the de la creme. He's only lost to Alexander Volkanovsky, Max Holloway, Conor McGregor, and Peter Yan. He's beaten everyone else who they put in front of him. So that says a lot for him. And you do kind of want that fresh blood, but that's what I'm saying. We want a new narrative, right? We've seen Jose dominate. We've seen this Don't, movie. Before. I'm not disrespecting them. We've seen this. You know what I'm saying? And it's like some change would have been would have been nice. That's that's all I'm saying. A change of the guard. Hey, good fight, Jose. You deserve it. You're the goat. And we saw some leg kicks again. We saw some vintage Jose Aldo yeah. with those crippling leg kicks. This is the second time where we, the third or fifth time where he's kicked someone and they just ate the floor. They just went straight to the ground. Like holy no, hell, that that hurt. And you know it hurts if someone kicks you in the leg and you're a professional athlete and you just fall to the floor. Yeah. So it, it went to decision. Um, congrats to Jose Aldo. I believe his next fight is going to be either... His next fight is going to be TJ Dillashaw or it's going to be the loser of Peter Jan, Aljamain Sterling. That's what I see. Both those next. fights will be great. It'll be great. I think if he fought Dillashaw, Dillashaw would probably win that. Yes, um, yes. If he fought... Aljo or Pewter, I think, I don't think he's going to beat any of the three. Nah, he's not. Yeah, it's, I'm sorry. It's, it's that weird position that he's in, man. I tried to justify it in my head, but I was just like, hey, he's, father time is against him. I mean, like I said, he's on his last day. I agree on that. So, uh, in conclusion, Josie Aldo, man, great, spectacular performance. He, he's proven why he's the best of the best, and they the, what the saying he's the is, goat. he is the GOAT. The saying is, fear an old man that's in a, prof, in a profession where men die young. Okay. And it's really showing on that. He's an old dog. He's been fighting since he was 20. Yeah, but hey, listen, listen, we don't want another Diego Sanchez. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, God, do not go down to Diego Sanchez. We don't route. need that. We, we don't, don't need, need another Dono Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah, I know. We don't want another... Frankie, oh, Edgar, it's one of those things. But on that note, 
great fight. Can we talk about this? Can we talk about this next card? Ooh, can we talk about this next card? God damn! Not only is this the Preach. next Preach. fight of the UFC 269, this is the last pay per view of the year. Right before Christmas. Oh, I not think Christmas is coming early. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. December twelfth, we have Charles the Bronx Oliveira versus Dustin the Diamond Poirier. I mean, wow! Like what? Wow! What? Wow! Entering this fight, we have uh, we have Charles Oliveira coming in at twenty eight and six. The most submissions in UFC history at the age of 32 versus the Diamond, who is 31 and 8, who's also 32 years old. And this fight has so much potential because before everyone was writing off Charles Oliveira. But it seems like from what everyone's saying from Chael Sonnen to Michael Bisping, this fight is a lot more closer than what people are thinking. Dustin Poirier, wow, what a what a, what a journey, man! You already know who my pick is. <sighs> Dude, I even got to say it. I don't even need to tell. I'm not even gonna preach to the choir. You already know who my pick is. Oh yeah, it's it's the diamond. It is the diamond, and they both have very similar stories. Charles Oliveira, growing up in Brazil, barefoot, walking around. Now he's the king. He may be the new king of Rio. Sorry, Jose Aldo. Versus the Diamond, who has come such a long way, was fighting at 145, got stopped by Conor McGregor, no shame in that, and the Korean Zombie, moving up to 155, being the best of the best, and Justin Gaethje, and losing to Khabib, uh, winning against just multiple killer after killer after yeah. killer. Putting on a clinic. Literally, paid in full is his phrase now. He owns that phrase. You can't yeah. mention paid in full without mentioning Dustin Poirier. Who do you got? Who who do you got winning? I have Dustin Poirier winning. Come on, okay. uh, this is I got Dustin Poirier winning. I, I love Charles. He he's earned it as well. He he's right now. He is the fighter who's had the most fights before earning the championship. He also entered in at the UFC at the age of 19. They're both veterans. They're both both literally past veterans. They are just platinum at They're this pioneers. point. <laughs> Got to put it in there. Still, fighting in this organization for 12 years and then getting the championship, how can you not you like ha- a guy like you that? You have to appreciate what they accomplished. They could have gave up. They could have been, no disrespect to Diego. They <laughs> fought for a paycheck. But no, they got that heart. Oh, God. They're driven. They want that. You can they tell taste they it. They that. both tasted it. They, they one interim belt, one yep. won the belt. Yep. And we saw the emotion for Dustin when he won that interim belt. Yes. He was yes. just literally in tears. He was crying. He was crying. The moment that really I got I was crying. Okay. You wanted it for him. <laughs> you wanted him to win that. And he, he got it off of, uh, who did he win for that interim belt? Oh, Max Holloway. Holloway. He won it off of Holloway, put, put a clinic on him. And then beating Conor McGregor twice, collecting the bag twice, getting millions for that. Going from his first fight being $8,000 his first fight to now making $5 million in the Conor McGregor fight. Yeah. Paid in full. Yeah. Right, so, right let me ask game. you this. Who do you think... So, what, what's... We both have Poirier winning. What's the X factor? What's the win condition for Oliveira? What does he need to do? 
to solidify the win. For Oliver to win this, his game plan needs to, the first two, three rounds, be patient, be calm. Uh, he knows which, a lot is on the line for this fight. Which they're both veterans, so they're going to feel it. There's, the first round is going to be like a feel-out round. Right? They have the experience gonna, to do that. They're going to test out spacing, timing, stuff like that, making reads on people. Yes, this, this first round is going to be them learning off of each other, learning the speed, the range, getting each other's uh, movements down. It's going to be a really slow pace. They know what's on the line. It's Both of their dreams is on his line. Charles Oliveira has to prove... He's looking he, to prove that he is not a paper champion. Everyone's calling him out. I mean, out. he fought Michael Chan. I'm like Michael Chandler's no cakewalk, but he's but, also new to the UFC. So like, if I don't want to bring this back up, but if Khabib <laughs> was still here, none of them are getting the yeah, belt. I mean, but, but, I mean, like, is the next best thing Michael Chandler? Like, was that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think if he wins this fight, he will be, in my eyes, in my opinion, he will be the champ. If he beats Dustin Poirier, yes, he's legitimate champion. He's a legitimate champ. Until Islam Makhachev gets here, man. We're going to talk about God. that in another podcast. Uh, God damn it, just go yeah. away, Dagestanians. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's a podcast for another story. On the flip side, you want Dustin to win because... I think he would. He's just putting in so much work. He has a he has a foundation, the Good Fight Good Foundation. Fight. Yes, he sells his own hot sauce, Louisiana yeah. native. You gotta respect that. How do you not? He's loyal to his wife. Like, how do you not? You Beautiful know, wife. Just it's it's a lot of similarities to when Jan Blahovich fought Glover Teixeira. Good solid dudes, dad figures, and you don't want any of these guys to lose. You want you want neither one of these guys to lose, but you want both of them to win. But we're in the sport where that just can't happen. Can't happen. Can't happen, unfortunately. So, overall, um, Charles Oliveira's game plan, he's going to try to take him to the ground. He has to clinch, take clinch, him to the ground. And he's going to try to submit him. He has to. Dustin Poirier has some of the best Better boxing, boxing, Better boxing in the UFC. Better boxing. And he's going to try to keep it standing, which I believe his takedown defense is really great. Really only Khabib take him down, but then don't hang your count on that. Different breed, God damn, man. Khabib, he's a different breed. He's not born on planet not Earth, even. so we we can't take that into factor. So you got some kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> My overall prediction for this fight: I believe Dustin Poirier is going to get it done in the third or fourth round via TKO. That is my final prediction. I was going to say third round TKO. Third round TKO. That's a, that's a good the first. The first round is going to be a feel-out round. The second round, they're going to let loose a little bit, take some risk. The third round, someone's going to get clipped. That's my prediction. I can, I can definitely see that happen. Someone's getting clipped. Someone's getting clipped. At first, I would not have thought that Charles Oliveira had the tenacity to do it. But after he did, he after he knocked out Michael Chandler when Justin Gaethje couldn't knock out Michael Chandler, that just says a lot right there that he really wants this. He improved and he, he just, he, something changed with him. He went from getting finished by Paul, Al, by Paul Felder, the Irish Dragon. He tapped to elbow strikes on the ground to now being the 155 champion. So that does really put into perspective on how much this man has grown. But overall, I have, Char, I have uh, Dustin Poirier getting it done. It's going to be one of those fights, and I cannot wait for this Saturday for the last pay-per-view of 2021 to close it out. Have the popcorn ready. <laughs>
So overall, uh, those are our final predictions. If you love the podcast, again, give us a shout out at Bruce at gmail.com. Add us on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, Same sir. thing. Yes, and Bruce. Give us a follow. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your sister. Your boyfriend. And we will be back again next week for the conclusion of how this turns out. Peace. See ya.